After years of getting ripped off by big wireless providers, there's finally a better option. Mint Mobile is the affordable premium wireless service that you buy online, starting at just 15 bucks a month. By cutting out retail stores, Mint Mobile got rid of the crazy overhead costs so that you could score some sweet savings every month. To get your new wireless phone plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Hello everybody, this is Cheaper Than Therapy. Thank you for joining me again. Um, good news, good news on the on the podcast front. I don't know, I don't know how it's happened or why it's happened. Um, or if it's anything to do with the fact that I've been fucking complaining about it. Um, podcast numbers. Last week... I had a I had a complaint, didn't I? That ever since having the COVID podcast, um, the numbers had gone down. Well, they're still down. It's not like a immediate fix by any stretch of the imaginations. But over the course of last month, they went up fifty two percent from seemingly out of nowhere. So I don't understand what's happened there, mainly on this show. Um, given the fact that I'm, one of the things I'm terrible at is self-promotion. I um, I doubt it's new listeners, but I mean, if you are a new listener tuning into this for the first or the second time, thank you for downloading the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last one. If you didn't hear the last one, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um. So that was nice. It made me feel like I wasn't shouting completely into the void all the time. Um, it's been a good week. I've uh, I played a lot of drums. Well, I played. Well, I'm going to play a lot of drums. Um, I had a rehearsal last night with my band, The Clown Calls for War. I uh, have another band, another rehearsal tomorrow with a new new band, which is unnamed. As yet, it's it's only five practices in. Five practices in, two and a half songs down. I think that's pretty good going. Um, and I I have a gig on Friday that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, yeah, I've been I've been getting. I, I mean, I've never fell out of love with playing drums. It's always it's always been something that's been there. I've, I've, I often whinge about it. I'm very um, I'm very bipolar with drums. I find I take a, I take life's problems out on it so uh whenever i'm having a bad time i decide i'm a terrible drummer and i hate it and then when i'm having quite a good time i uh i tend to play drums really well and love it again it's really strange but yeah it does it does tend to be my uh my beaten bitch sometimes um i'm supposed to be getting a phone call this evening i've left it i've left it an hour um, and I still haven't had this phone call, so I'm taking it. I'm not having it now. But as soon as I've decided to sit down and try and record a podcast, it's probably incoming, isn't it? Um, the stuff stuff we talked about last week about where to get the podcast. I still haven't heard anything back from Rockfin. So if you you aren't interested in listening to me on Rockfin, you can rest assured that it's not happening immediately. I'm I'm still pestering them though, and I'm slowly uploading. Um, various videos to rumble so if you're on rumble go and follow or like or give it a rumble whatever you call it on that and help the help whatever algorithms to go in there it's very much it's going to be like a, a little bit of a side project rumble it's uh i'm looking at it as like a crypto coin so i'm just kind of investing in it and then seeing how it moves It'd be nice if it'd be nice if more people did go over there because YouTube really does need a bit of a slap in the chops, doesn't it? Um, 
it's been an odd week this week. The um, we've had COP twenty six. That was strange. Lots, lots, and lots of um, hypocrisy going on there. Mask hypocrisy. Um, I think there's a concerted effort, and I don't think it's a. Um, I don't think it's an accident to embolden the left. In fact, not even, I, I don't even know if we call it left. Like the 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 British sort of liberal left, like we're not like classic liberal, like American liberal sort of multicolored hair and raging for the machine liberal. Um, I think they're sort of being energized at the moment. There's been a lot of pictures of um, Boris Johnson were not wearing a mask, sat next to David Attenborough. It's been a big, 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 big story. Um, completely organized in my idea, in my eyes, because as well as that, at the same conference, there was pictures of uh, Boris Johnson masked up and everyone else around him masked up. And uh, um, oh, I just said his name, didn't I? I just said his fucking name and it's instantly gone. Anyway, wildlife lad. Um, him sat next to everybody else, not masked. So the only reason I can see that the Boris Johnson ones took hold is because he is a villain and he's a pantomime villain at that. Um, I've seen a f- what I believe is a fake video of a vaccinated woman who's not wearing a mask but claiming that, claiming she has asthma um, but she doesn't want to sit next to an unvaccinated person on a plane because apparently she asked for his vaccine passport um, and she, he wouldn't give it. And so she she accused him of being unvaccinated. And then the pilot or one of... I think he's supposed to be the pilot. He doesn't look like a pilot. Um, he looks like what people's idea of a pilot is. Um, they throw they throw her off the plane anyway because she wouldn't she wouldn't sit next to the unvaccinated person. Um, I think this is complete fucking fabrication. Um, I I I've I've seen a couple of people say it's like it's it's right wing faked media. I uh, I called it as soon as I saw it uh, on Twitter speaking to somebody that I think I thought it was the other way around before somebody started saying it was sort of right wing fake media. I said I think it's. Um, like pro mask, pro vaccine, um, fakery that is just put out there, so it's easily debunked, and people say, "Oh, it's it's a uh, it's anti vaxxers making videos um, to to show that like the." There's 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 people out there that that don't agree with mask with with mandates. I've, of course, there is people that don't agree with mandates. That's the fucking sensible position to be in. If you don't, if you agree with mandates, then all fucking hope's lost for you. I'm afraid you probably listened to the wrong podcast. Um, I but I feel I feel I've I've weeded out. Um, I feel I feel I've weeded out the authoritarians from my my Twitter and social media. So I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast we're probably all kind of on the same team if not in the same cult um but yeah that, that was it was a really strange strange thing but i don't i don't think it's an accident that that and the boris johnson things happening right now because this this plane was going to england there was english people uh, it was american pilot essentially but it was it was there was english people on the plane um and i think this is all building up to energizing that side of the argument so that they vilify people that say look i'm like you anything less than a respirator doesn't do fucking anything i mean i've see this is the thing even that's disingenuous i'm sure it does like i'm sure it does but you've got to weigh up pros and cons haven't you um if you like if if i glue my mouth shut with super glue i will have less chance of passing on any virus unfortunately it's going to really like stifle my ability to breathe oxygen we need that 
you know, it's it's going to stick me down to two nose holes instead of two nose holes and a mouth hole. So I I don't believe that um, masks are worth it um, for the interruption they have with social with the social dynamic of how we interact with each other. I think there's genuine health concerns with bacteria that builds up in wet, soggy masks that people wear all the time. I'm sick and tired of hearing the argument of people. Oh, wait, you don't mind people wearing them in hospitals? Yes, yeah, because most time fucking people don't wear them in hospitals. People wear them in surgery. Surgery is very fucking different to going into Aldi. Um, but yeah, I do. I think this there's going to be at some point a brown shirt moment where again the the same group of people which have been used for everything which are being used for everything be it from uh black lives matter protests which i think are mainly to to disrupt and to divide people from extinction rebellion protests which were definitely there to divide people and as well as the rebrand whatever it's called the insulate britain um you know it's anyone knows anyone knows that does that that was going to do that's going to form any sort of protest is that you need the power of the people behind you you can't you can't start like a, a movement without people power behind it and the simple fact of it is if you're going to block motorways that's going to stop people getting to work. It's going to stop ambulances getting to hospital. It's going to stop uh, children getting to school. You won't have the um, the will of the people behind you. So you can't you can't change anything. You can't enact any change if that happens. So you've got to ask yourself, wait, who's who's pulling the strings? Because I mean, I, I'm I'm going to generalize here, but I'm I'm pretty fucking certain I'd be I'd be correct. If you look at the interviews with any of these people that are involved in Insulate Britain, they're thick as pig shit. They they are really, really deluded. You look at even like the activists that glue their faces to concrete, the same people that um glued themselves to the trains. Remember the um the Extinction Rebellion in London glued themselves to the train to which uh a man very accurately pointed out to this elderly couple, elderly couple had glued themselves to this train saying, what you've done is you've just stopped a train that runs on electricity from moving. He said, like, now I'm going to have to go out of this building and get a taxi because I need to go to work creating more of the deadly carbon emissions you're fucking worried about. So... I I do. I think you can't you you can't um even if you're not a conspiracy theorist like myself if you if you haven't been paying attention last year like a full year ago the crazy conspiracy people said at the end of the pandemic which is over is my as far as I can see um is in I, I still think there's a there's still a virus out there. Uh, there is some some research actually. There's a peer reviewed study suggesting that this virus is neither um novel um or uh what was it what was the the, the finding from it? I can't remember. I read half of it today. I wasn't even going to bring it up on this podcast because I've I've saved it in my to read list, and uh, it, just about everything I fucking come across these days gets saved in my to read list. And then when I'm sat uh, in bed before I go to sleep, I generally send myself into some sort of spiraling depression before I fall asleep by reading all these horrifying articles. Um, but yeah, it was a peer reviewed study that suggested that the uh, coronavirus was not a new virus and was far more had held far more in common with SARS-CoV-1 uh, than we previously thought and um went on to say that the most people even before infection had an antibodies to it I don't know I haven't read it that's why I wasn't going to bring it up but again I mean we're, we're looking at peer reviewed studies so 
it comes with it comes with a little bit more weight than saying I've got this article from Alex Jones's website. Um, but all the conspiracy theorists uh, who are like hitting nothing but net these days, absolutely nothing but net, um, said that coming towards the end or the end, whichever wherever we are, I'm not not willing to get into that argument with myself at the minute that it would switch to climate change. And not only would it switch to climate change, the people that switched it to climate change would say, well, look at what the lockdowns did. Look at how the carbon emissions dropped. We're going to have to use lockdowns to help uh, battle carbon emissions. And lo and behold, at Cop Out 26... Um, we were told that the the lockdowns were a really good thing because it really helped with climate change. And these are this is a tool we could use. It's a tool we could use to bring down carbon emissions. Um, there's too many coincidences now. There's a documentary I want you to go and watch. It's on BitChute. Um, I will share it on my social media. I'm doing this on Wednesday evening in the UK. It's 8 o'clock. So I will have this up and out to you before midnight. Um, I will tomorrow at some point, probably this sort of time tomorrow, tomorrow evening, uh, before, well, be, be before now, be before rehearsal, maybe, maybe, maybe early evening or late, depending on when I get in. Um, I will link the documentary on my twitter so if you if you follow me on twitter keep an eye out for it and i will re repost the link but there's a documentary called monopoly uh, it's only on bitshoot from what i can f- find um obviously we know bitshoot tends to be the wild west now of the uh of the video world on the internet um it's a very interesting documentary uh, it spends the first half. It's only it's only like an hour and three minutes, hour and thirteen minutes. It spends the first half of this documentary breaking down how essentially everything we do own from this microphone I'm speaking into to the glass that I've got my water in to the electricity I'm using to talk to you. Everything we do and own is traced back to two um, investment companies, um, and where the fingers of those investment companies have gone and how a small number of people can shift the uh, ideologies of essentially everything every piece of information we get given to us it's a it's terrifying to be perfectly honest um, I'm, i might have this wrong as well but i'm almost convinced that it said because I've I've only watched the documentary once, and if I have got this wrong, I apologise. Um, it it uh, I think the uh, Guardian and the Daily Mail are both uh, both owned by Mail Corp, the uh, the same parent company. If that's right, I think that's fucking mental because. That means that parent company is essentially wielding the two sort of top, like, right versus left newspapers. And, you know, it's, it's at that point, where, where do your, where does your ideology land? Apart from, apart from manipulation, you know, that's, that's where we are at that point. All you're looking at is, um, uh, all you're looking at is the ability to manipulate huge amounts of people through various various news streams. The uh, he breaks down how why we there is very little pushback in media from these things. There's, I I feel, I feel it might be um, sort of controlled opposition, so it doesn't look completely one sided. You know, you've got. The likes of Tucker Carlson in on Fox News in America, 
um, in the UK, television-wise, even uh, yeah, we we have the Coast guy. If anyone knows what Coast is, I know I know everybody in the UK will know what Coast is. Um, I forgot the guy's name now. God, I'm ter- getting terrible for names. Getting old. Um, he uh, he's on um, Great British News, which is a fucking shambles of a news network. It's not like. Um, people were worried that it was going to be the 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 England's Fox News. I th- I think um, if it was actually the UK's Fox News, I think it would have added some much needed balance to the BBC. But it's not England's Fox News. It's just essentially a. Um, it feels like a YouTube channel. It feels like professional journalists got a YouTube channel and got slightly more lead. Not a lot of lead, just a little tiny bit more, like a foot and a half, a foot and a half more than Sky News, for instance. In in Australia, the odd odd one is uh, Sky News Australia is um, sort of anti-mandates and anti, anti-vax to a certain extent. Um, but realistically, I think in the in the UK, your, your main sort of main mainstream thing would be Julia Hartley Brewer on uh, talk radio. Um, I don't dislike Julia Hartley Brewer. I know. I know. I, I, I definitely know some of my, some of my friends here and that won't be particularly happy, but I, I don't, I don't particularly dislike it. But again, I think it's just allowing one person out there to say whatever they want just so it, the whole thing doesn't look one-sided and then because it's only one it's only one or two voices in amongst many it's it's easily discredited isn't it uh but yeah i mean you talk talk consp- talk uh, coincidences and conspiracies i i don't believe it's a it's an accident that all this stuff's gone on and then zuckerberg drops Facebook isn't Facebook anymore, is it? Facebook's now Meta. Um, I'm surprised that there was that this was dropped without a full rebrand. Um, usually, when things like this happen, you know, like you wake up in the morning, all of a sudden your apps changed on your phone and the logins changed, and it makes me wonder whether this had something to do with the with Facebook going down as well. That feels that feels different. Um so for you for those of you that don't don't know have a drink of water. Luckily I haven't developed my um haven't developed my podcast cough so far. That's quite nice. Um if any of you have seen Ready Player One, uh if not, I I'd like for all the um for sh- foreboding it might have in it, uh it's a good kids action movie. You know, it's a, it, a teen, kid, teen, young adult. I enjoyed it, near 40. Um, basically break it down. The world's shit. The, uh, everybody lives, like, in caravans stacked on top of each other to escape this. A genius made something called the metaverse, um, which you could access through using like various VR headsets and peripherals like haptic feedback suits and stuff. And basically, because the real world was so horrible, everybody goes off and lives life in the metaverse. Uh, I found it very strange that Zuckazooks is, you know, it's, I mean, Microsoft has now said they're going to build their own metaverse as well. I personally think there's going to be. Um, this is the internet, essentially. If this this is how I see it happening, although I can see it being much more controlled than what the internet is. I'm sure, I'm sure these will be these will be things that the the creators of this this new thing will be trying to put in. But people are clever. I'm sure there'll be like a, a dark web, dark meta, or something like that, uh, which will be a bit more free op- and open. Um. And fucking obviously dangerous, but I think this is going to be the new way that we interact with the internet. It's instead of the internet being a on a monitor in front of you or in your phone in your hand, it's going to be 
this physical three-dimensional world you can jump into so you know instead of going to netflix to instead of turning netflix on to watch movies on your television you will pop yourself into the metaverse and go to the like netflix cinema and watch films sat next to your friends but they'll be virtualized i mean and this is all this is all stuff that's kind of already been done but to be to do it on like a mass scale where it's going to be pumped out to to lots and lots of people um i'm sure they know there's a market for it the sales for vr headsets went through the roof during lockdown obviously i bought one in lockdown i um i got a oculus quest 2 in in lockdown and i won't lie um the i don't i don't know if i've if i've spoken about this much on on podcasts but after lockdown two, me and my long-term girlfriend split up. It's very amicable. Don't don't cry for me, Argentina. Um, but yeah, like the that means then I, then I had two lockdowns after that, which was just me in the house on my own. That was a bit weird. Uh, and yeah, the uh, when the the walls of my house got a little bit small. Um, being able to pop that headset on and play a 3D Star Wars game where I was in different environments, I, I genuinely believe it was uh, not just handy, um, but psychologically preferable to just getting bored of sat in the houses, sat in the house. Um, but wait, what's the so? What's the end game? Let's face it. If if Facebook is making the um, metaverse, it's going to be free. So, like, with a like asterisks next to it, because if it's free, you're the product. And this is what scares me: is it's okay? I mean, even this sounds straight strange now. I mean, I constantly every week every, every week at least twice a week um some at least twice a week most times three times a week because i do four, three, two formula one podcasts um if i'm on alien addict as well that's another three hours of it um so yeah you could say i spend between eight and ten hours a week um putting various views into the public domain which are indelibly etched in ones and zeros onto the walls of the fucking world wide web um so it seems strange saying this it seems strange saying i'm worried about privacy when i mean especially this podcast i mean this is the, the it, this is one of those strange things there's definitely people there's definitely people in the in like flesh world and not podcast world that I would feel very odd if if I found out they will they listen to this. Uh, it's it's still I mean I I appreciate especially I've got one of my really really good friends listen to this podcast um, and I appreciate him listening to the podcast because at least someone's out there listening to me thinking maybe maybe we need to pull the plug on this at some point, but. Um, yeah, it's the, I share a lot on this podcast, but not everything. And the thing is, I know what's going out. I know when I speak into this microphone, I, and I look at the sound waves on my monitor. I know what's going out to you. I know that my phone's kind of listening to everything at the same time. Um, I don't have an Amazon Alexa. That's something that's I have. Well. I lie. I have two in the house. I've uh, I've since plugged both of them, unplugged both of them, and uh, I, if for, for rooms I want more music in, I have smart speakers now that don't. Sorry, not I have Bluetooth speakers that aren't smart. I have stupid speakers um, because I can I can leave my phone somewhere. Um, but if you're just wandering around. And I, I just don't trust the I don't trust the Amazon side of it not to be always listening to things. Um, but here's my point as far as the metaverse goes. Um, it's so easy to get sucked to com- in virtual reality. 
um, because even on an Oculus Quest, which has a old uh, uh, like ARM CPU in it and GPU, it's or, or it would be an APU. It's probably an APU, wouldn't it? Um, it's incredibly easy to sort of get yourself absorbed in what's going on around you, just simply because you can turn around. You know, you can turn around and look at things. You can pick things up. You know, even if it is a rudimentary way using the touch controllers. Um, but if you've got a much more advanced way of doing that with much more high resolution screens, uh, higher uh, fidelity screens. So yeah, I said that. Mm. Um, high fidelity controls, so you can touch things better. Better introducing haptic feedback synthesis, so you can feel things. You know what I'm talking about, because you know as well as I do. As soon as things like this happen, it's not long until they're used for sexy times. Um, if you were, if I build a like inside because I'm, I'm sure there'll be ways to build your own rooms and I'm very interested in this as well because I think there's going to be opportunities for um because because you do have to embrace new technologies even if you're cautious about them so if if I was to build a 3D room in which I could host podcasts and maybe have a select a select amount of audience members come in like so it's like live chat but you're doing it like physically in a physical space um that sounds really cool the only issue i have is there's no getting away from that then the internet be you you, you're in the internet you're not using the internet so that means if you go and meet friends if you go if you have an argument if you tell jokes you're always being listened to it's not like people used to talk about the idea of having bugs in their houses um, you wouldn't need to bug anything anymore because you would be going there. It would be your choice to give up privacy to go in. Um, and that scares me. It scares me that uh, children will be having conversations in there uh, that could be hacked and then those conversations could be used against them for blackmail. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, that. I mean, that's so prevalent now just with when all we have is like anonymous chat rooms or um video chat things like that you know it's the these just people get into in touch with people on social media giving a lies and i've hacked your account i'm going to show everyone pictures of your boobies unless you do things um imagine what that would be like if they started from a place of feeling um, on their own because you would do if you were if me and you you listener not the not the other people that are listening to it just you um, if you and I were plugged ourselves into the verse were sat on a bridge somewhere and oh, you were telling me that you just had an affair with um with someone behind your wife's back but we'd feel like we were having a private conversation but it would be anything but private because facebook would be listening to it um i think that's that's terrifying then i start to think about why why now why is this come around all of a sudden um it would be interesting to see how quickly this is baited because obviously there'll be a beta first that comes out for, for something like this. Um, because something like this is a huge undertaking. Like a huge undertaking for a company to do. Um, I believe this is almost ready to be rolled out. I don't believe the... I, I know there's been stories about, oh, we're hiring all these people. But what I think is going to be like, well, we've hired all these people. and Oh, look, it's ready. Rawr. Um I think it's almost ready to roll out. I think it's part of the plan um, the, to to carry on with tropes that make me sound like a 
complete lunatic because you've got you've got such a base for this right now that liberal young campaigning liberal left will lap this up because the reason they glue themselves to trains the reason they um march for um black lives matter without really looking into the organization or indeed probably um having any i mean the i have zero connection with the um with the black community zero connection not through choice i live on a mostly white island and it's just within my friend circles the 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 circles haven't i haven't i haven't crossed paths with many people and that's i don't i don't mean that many people of many races just in general i can I, I, my friend circle is very compact um as i believe that most of the people that are doing these marches are probably in the same boat and especially the sorry i should say the white people especially the white people i'm not going to start hating on white people because it's silly the idea of the the idea of that whole whole thing it's just the same as i saw somebody post about boris johnson not wearing a mask around Attenborough going, oh my God, doesn't this make you feel ashamed to be British? Like, no, of course it doesn't, you fuck. Of course it doesn't. In the same way is that if a man from Spain murders somebody, you don't go, oh my God, that must make you feel so ashamed to be Spanish. No, because that's fucking stupid, you absolute fucktard. Um... Oh, so I meant to tell you that before. It just cr- fell out of my mind. Now it's in my mind. But essentially what I'm getting down to is these people are perpetually scared by things and I think more and more disenchanted with the real world. Now, there is real reasons for this and there are um, manufactured reasons. I believe the things that divide us and the things that scare us are manufactured and designed to be there to do so because the best way to rule people is to make sure that they're not fucking together in the same way as you've been Jedi mind tricked at your job that you should never talk about your salary to other workers it makes it does nothing for anybody you not discussing your wage with your co-workers because if you did that everybody's wage would go up to the higher to, to the higher point if you're earning ten dollars an hour and someone's earning seven if that's brought up to your boss he won't bring your wages down to seven dollars he'll bring his wages up to ten so you've been fucking duped and it's exactly the same thing that's happening on a cultural level with all these little things be it right left fucking trump masks vax anti-vax it's all there to divide us in my humble opinion um and i think this section of society uh will be more than happy to plug themselves into something and give up their humanity for safety because uh, it's i've said this to a few people online when they've been calling for lockdowns and stuff like that and think well that's fucking good for you you both you and your wife both work in offices um, and you can work from home. I'm a tradesman. I can't work from home. Uh, in order for me to live my life, I have to go outside to work. Um, these people are continually screaming from the rooftops, govern me harder, daddy. And if you were then to be stuck in a virtual world where you had admin, admin there, People looking over, like like when comments get deleted from chat because admin don't like it. But you had that for 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 just general culture. 
if somebody could be blocked, like somebody says something nasty to you, you can just block them. You'd literally never see or hear or interact with that voice again. It sounds like the wet dream of the perpetually terrified. And I'm not hating on these people because I think there's there's a there's a huge difference. Like we we were, if you're right around my age, um, late thirties going into forties, we are the last generation to live without the internet. The last last generation where communication wasn't all over the place all the time. Um, where you had to make arrangements to meet people. If you were going out to meet people, somehow, I don't even understand how we did it. Somehow, we would all arrive in the same pub at the same time. And maybe there'd been a phone call earlier on. Maybe there'd been like a, a quick phone call to one person when you got home. And then it was time to get ready and then it was time to go out. Um, We were like the last generation where you could be on your own if you lost people. Uh, unless you went to a payphone and hoped you could, like, I'm night out to the best analogy I have for this because it's, it's where my memories are most of the from mostly being young. Um, so unless you could go to a payphone and then start ringing pubs up, going, "Is fucking uh, is Derek there?" Um, you'd lost people. There was none of that. If you if you were trying to get a taxi, you couldn't fly, flag a taxi a taxi down to get home. You walked home. You couldn't stand there, stand there like, and try and ring a taxi and then go. It's such a safety net. It's an unbelievable safety net. It's a safety net for, for numbers. I don't remember numbers anymore. I remember my mobile phone number, my father's mobile phone number, um, my ex's mobile phone number, and oddly enough, my boss's from when I was 18. Um, I remember those numbers. I don't know my own house number. I never ring it, obviously, but I don't know my own home phone number. I actually have my own home phone plugged in, but that's that's a separate matter. Um, but yeah, I just think that this is... It depends which way you look at it. If you're an investor, it's the absolute right thing at the absolute right time, isn't it? Um, if you're humanity, I think it's the absolute worst thing. That could have possi- possibly happened. I did a little survey, actually. Um, I was quite surprised by the results of said survey. Um, let me see if I can find it, because I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't smart enough to get it up. Ah, no, not like that. I can get it up. I'm not that old. Um Where where did you go? There, yeah. So, I put a, a poll up. Had a few few people comment on it, or a few people do it. Uh, I said, right, gang, Facebook's metaverse. What do you think? Looks amazing. The end of humanity. Boring and will bomb. Um, 0% of people said looks amazing. That surprised me because... Although I'm terrified of it, I do think it looks amazing. And even when I was, I watched Zuckerberg's keynote. I really dislike Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg and um, what's his name, your man that owns Facebook, Jack Dorsey. They see, well, especially Jack Dorsey. He seems like a really sneaky motherfucker. Um, I think it's because he he still comes across as quite cool, whereas. Zuckerberg is clearly an alien android and um you know it's you just look at that guy and you think there is something amiss with you mate I will cross the street as you walk towards me in case you try and whip me with your lizard tongue um whereas Jack Dorsey you know he's just there in a beanie he's got a scruffy beard got more fucking cash than god and you think, oh, you're a you're a Bond villain, aren't you? You're like the cool, hacky Bond villain. Um, but yeah, and then the third option, we yeah, was boring or bomb. The results were zero percent looks amazing, twenty four percent end of humanity, 
and 76% was boring and will bomb. Um, I find that amazing. But this is the crazy thing. I was trying to think. I was trying to think about this the other day. It's going to be a hard sell to people because the only the only time like virtual reality has not fared well. It's not like space travel. You know, if someone says space travel, um, you know, it's 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 why Space Force got the got the logo it got uh, was to remind people of Star Trek. Um. When you think of space travel and interstellar space travel, you immediately go to boldly going uh, group of fi- the the finest like military personnel and scientists and civilians that get thrown onto a starship and with guile strength they make it through and they go on a huge adventure, uh, seek out new life and new civilizations. That's what we think of when we think of interstellar space travel. Um, VR does, has not had the same level of spin given it, of decent spin given it. Um, it's always dystopian. It always goes hor- horribly wrong. Uh, nine out of ten times, somebody gets trapped in a parallel universe of which there is no escape. Uh, so... I'm a bit confused at how this is going to be sold. A part of me thinks this is going to be wrapped up with the whole climate change agenda, which is kind of the kind of the theme of this podcast. I think it's going to be given given as given us as an alternative to lockdown. I think the metaverse is going to be presented as in we have to do this. We have to do this to cut down on emissions we have to do this to cut down on um, agriculture and junk foods and make keeping people healthy uh, which is going to be obviously is fucking ridiculous because you're just going to have people wanking themselves just sat there in haptic feedback suits fucking pulling themselves which way from sunday um but i think it's going to be given to us like that Maybe not us. I don't think it's designed for me. I think it's designed for my children. Child. Never know. Children. I'm still still young enough. Never know. There might be there might be a swim around around there somewhere. Just needs a pond. Um But yeah, that's that that's why I think it's coming out. I like the We've been given a taste of lockdowns. We've been given the solution of climate change um cop 20 happens of where there's lots of salacious words like we are five minutes to min- midnight we are lots of fives wasn't there i bet there's been numerologist all over that stuff uh we are five nil down in extra time but we can still fight back fuck off boris um i'm sorry i this is the other thing I'm going to sound like a climate change denier because it's not... What happened to pollution? What happened to people being worried about pollution? That's what was all the rage when I was a kid. That's where Captain Planet came from. Captain Planet didn't care about fucking the earth heating up. He cared about the fish and he cared about pollution. Um, That's what affects us mostly. I think when you look at uh, climate change, I but microbes live inside volcanoes. I don't believe this is going to be this the shooting up temperatures that they're predicting that's going to happen in ten years. This is going to take a long time. Technically, technically, aren't we still coming out of an ice age? I believe. Um, There's been times where there's been no sea ice, no sea ice. Sea ice isn't an anomaly in Earth history. I'm not a fucking geologist. Not a geologist? Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if I get things wrong here. I can only imagine that the reason we don't talk about pollution anymore is because the companies that are doing the polluting 
are the ones that are funding the politicians that have put that are pushing the agendas. So we don't talk about pollution because pollution is profitable. Climate change is profitable as well because it's going to cost people lots of money. It's not going to cost companies money. It's not going to cost politicians money. It's going to cripple you and me listening to this podcast. Because I, I've, I've heard all these things about, oh, we're going to have boilers, more efficient boilers. We're going to have more efficient this, more efficient that. And don't worry, the government will pay half towards it. That's great. I don't have the other half. And this is the problem. This is the problem with what I consider the green left, which is the same as the fucking BLM left, which is the same as the fucking Extinction Rebellion left. Uh, again, raging for the machine. Um, it always comes from a comfortable middle-class student and not the uncomfortable paycheck-to-paycheck working-class person, which is the majority of people. But, yeah, the I think the, the verse is going to be something that, what, what do we reckon? Two years' time? I think we'll hear about it next year, and that it'll, it'll launch 2023. Um... And it'll be fantastic, won't it? It'll be the new way of people meeting up with each other. People will be sort of work, like there'll be virtual bars made, virtual clubs. We go and play virtual pool together. And and in some ways it'll be fucking amazing because people like you that I don't interact with in a physical sense, we'll be able to be physicalized somewhere and talk to each other um, rather than you just, listening to podcasts and me having this one-way dialogue with you um but on the other hand there's going to be a lot of people that don't want to leave it and there's going to be a, a lot of people that decide just to live their lives in there um i don't know where that where, where stuff goes from there you know it's i mean is that is that the way like because the you get a lot of people talk about like depopulation and stuff like that, especially when it comes to vaccines and things like that. I don't buy it. I don't buy depopulation. Um, I can understand why people get to that conclusion. I I still don't understand who buries the bodies. Who buries who? What what is the point in leaving civilization empty while the one percent? forge a new world for themselves and then all of a sudden the um if you're part of the one percent which is just like a million a billionaire with a single billion or like just under a billion you all of a sudden become the working class of the billionaires doesn't make sense to me in order to be an overlord you need minions um it i it does ring though that when you watch films like uh, Hunger Games or read books like 1984 or A Brave New World um, and especially 1984 and Hunger Games and when you look at the sort of peasant class because there's no middle class in Hunger Games there is an upper class and there is a peasant class um, same in 1984 although you have I suppose you, you do have the um, the foot soldiers, don't you? That is what would take care of your middle. You, that that's what would stand in as your middle class, isn't it? Would be your foot soldier type people, because you know to to control that many people, you need you're gonna need police. We're seeing it now. You know, we're seeing it in Australia. In Victoria, is a prime example of police overreach. And I think it's fear. I think it's probably fear from the police. I'm sure there are some people that really enjoy what they're doing. I'm sure there are some little jumped up assholes that the minute they got a chance to exercise more power over people, their little tiny shriveled up dicks almost got hard and uh, they went to fucking town. But I think there's... 
there's an awful lot of people which it's if I don't do this, I'm on the other end of it. And I don't know. I I can't even say that myself. I mean, I've been quite sort of outspoken just in general about how I I've not been particularly impressed. Well, obviously, no one's impressed with the situation, but you know what I mean. I've been quite outspoken about the thing. That I think it's a bit of a work. Um, and I can't. I couldn't guarantee that if our chief minister who is like for the Isle of Man it's, it's like our prime minister um, or he, oh, we'll, we'll make it easy we'll make it easy for you to cross the pond I got a knock on the door and like that irritating fucking love actually uh, video Boris Johnson had that helped him get fucking elected thanks for that Dominic Cummins you are a genius aren't you um, Boris has stood at the, at the door I said my boy probably stuttering a lot and waving his hands around and trying to mess his hair up. Uh, he said, I, I'd rather if you just stop talking now, so why don't you have this job, which we'll pay you handsomely for, and you can look after your family. I can't, I don't know if you'd, you would, if, if you, we would get, if we were walking into what I think we're walking into, is, which is, total authoritarianism but it's like it, I, it's not total authoritarianism because that would suggest like a 1984 type thing I do I think it's I think we're moving into brave new world territory where everything looks perfect until you take, take the slightest tip, step sideways I think that's where we're going I don't I don't think it's quite I don't. I don't think we're all going to be living in log log huts. Um, it's a technocracy at the end of the day. They're not going to send us back to the dark ages. We're going to be, at first, swamped with gifts, with gifts and promises of utopia, and your empty words. Now, um, yeah, we're going to be surrounded by lovely things that don't don't do anything for us i wonder i wonder what it does to humanity um there's certain people that um i feel i i believe that people communicate on an energetic level i believe in auras um i believe that we um we're not just meat vessels that the soul um, exists outside of the body. I don't. I don't believe we have a soul trapped inside our brain. I don't think that's how it works. I believe the soul is around us, um, and when the body gives up, the soul disappears um, and moves on to whatever wherever else is next. But in the same way as I, I, even that, that the greeting of a handshake, I think you can you know so much about somebody when you when you touch them. I, I think some people about this and the others I've always claimed and I will hope take this to the grave that I think I'm unbelievably good at reading people. I've never it's never let me down so far that when I've I, I've I mean, don't get me wrong, I've questioned myself sometimes and when I've questioned myself about people, it's I've actually found that I've got myself into trouble because I didn't listen to my gut instinct at first. But I always joke that if you can get me close enough to someone that I can smell them I can tell you if they if they're a good person or not and uh I think that energetic fields interacting with each other in the same way that I've I'm never claimed to be a smart person um I think I've got enough of a mix of I'm not stupid but I'm clever enough to know when I'm stupid. I'm clever enough to know what I don't know, which is lots and lots and lots of things. Um, I'm clever enough to shut up and listen to people. But there's certain people I speak to, and if I get in their company, it raises me. I intellectually raised to their level. It's in, it's like it's that saying, isn't it? You no, know, bring me to your level. Don't don't make me try. Um, bring me up to your level. Don't come down to mine. Um, 
and I, I there's there's uh, there's other friends I have where just being around them makes me happy. Like certain people I, I hang around with, and just merely being in close proximity to that person makes me feel lighter. Or just being close to another person, like I say, makes me I I can have better conversations. What happens when you take that away? Because I don't believe that connection happens over the internet. I think that connection happens in the physical world with each other. And what what if that is right? What if we do have a, not just a, a codependency on company and a codependency for safety and security. What if we have a codependency on like a metaphysical interaction with each other that's going to be taken away from people. We or you already see, I don't know how many of you guys don't. I've uh, again, I'll let, I'll let slightly tiny, tiny, tiny bit more of myself, myself out on the podcast. I've never, like, I've never really been out of work. Uh, when I went self-employed, I, um, I had a good summer and then it just could because my name wasn't out there quite enough. I uh, I had a quiet winter and I had to sign on for uh, what's dole in the UK, um, like a job allowance. You you get a set a set amount of money. Yay, communism! Uh, you get a set amount of money and um, you can. It's 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 generally very very little enough to pay your bills and buy some food, which is what it should be. You know, we should we shouldn't make careers out of uh, social social help um and so because i didn't have a lot of money i didn't go and see a lot of people and that made me feel very depressed like very 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 depressed and i I don't think it was just because of not having a lot of money i've never had a lot of money um i think it was the the interact interacting with people on a equal footing you know, it's the same if your sleep pattern fucks up. You know, it's this is the other th- other thing I'm, I'm. If you've got blue light, if I'm probably going to bastardize this, your blue light tricks your brain. Blue light's what you got tell off monitors, off phones, probably off the um, displays that are inside VR headsets. That tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime. It hits the same part. You know, what happens when people are wearing VR headsets all the time? Does that mean we're gonna, we're not going to be going into REM as much? Are we going to become sick because of it? Because we're not getting that rest for our bodies that we need. Strange. It's, uh, it is literally, figuratively and fucking energetically, a brave new world. Anyway, uh, we'll see what else goes fucking pear shaped in the next week. Um, it's so funny. I thought of, I thought when I started doing this podcast, I thought I'd have a real trouble, real trouble doing this podcast, but it fucking writes itself over the course of a week. Um, as always, I didn't pin my stuff at the beginning of the show. If you're enjoying the podcast I'm putting out, especially this one, because I do I do consider this the backbone now of Musi Audio. Um if you're enjoying the podcast I do, then please come and support me. Um I'm again I I, st- I still think that podcasts like this are gonna get wiped off the face of the earth. So if there's ways and means of knowing you can get it from behind a paywall, even if it is for $2, then hopefully they will be the last to go. Um, And if something did happen to like the main podcast feed, or um, I would at least be able to do enough to get it somewhere else and be able to tell the people that were patrons through you know but with messaging um what's happened and where to go and then i you know 
we would still you'd still keep people it's, it's what i find crazy now is the social media was supposed to end all this but even people like russell brand mega famous you know what 4.8 million subscribers or something like that on youtube he's constantly pimping his mate his uh mailing list now we're back to mailing lists because these people that have controversial ideas know at any moment they disappeared off the face of the internet um so yeah, if you can help me out, uh, there are various tiers on uh, Musi Audio. If you if you go to Patreon, I I think you can find it for Musi Audio, or if you put Lee Stevens Content Creator in, that's Stevens with a V, uh, you will find my page. Otherwise, on my social medias, if you go in my link tree, there will be a link to Patreon. Um, there's very there are various tiers. All the tiers do the same thing. Think of it as a tip jar. Pick the tier that's right for you. Um, every podcast I do is uploaded uh, simultaneously to the main feed and to that feed. And I'm going to do another call out this month for questions. And then we'll do a special podcast where the patrons the patrons ask questions and I'll, I'll discuss them on uh this is cheaper than therapy. Until then, I have been your host, Lee Stevens, and I have once again been above average at what I do, but not exceptional. I'll see you in a week. Bye bye.